Hello and welcome to New Philadelphia Ministries Morning Word Podcast, Thursday edition with your co-hosts Kay and Stephanie. Get ready as they break down the gospel and discuss Christian living. Welcome back, friends. It is the first day for Sister Chat Thursdays. Not really. We are always in session. <laughs> but congrats to all those that made it through their first day of school Aww, so and their funny. first day back at work. All you wonderful teachers out there. Hope you got an apple on your desk and that it was a good one. <laughs> but we're here to dish and say school's in session for the things of God. We need a place where we can uh, encourage each other, challenge one another to raise the bar in our biblical literacy. I just want it to be known that Innisbrook was wonderful. Yes. Clarissa and I, we made it through our first time hosting a breakout session there. And I must tell you that my reflection is that anytime you endeavor to fill yourself up with the word or to prepare yourself on a certain topic in order to share, the Lord always gives you these just wonderful learning opportunities on your way to the podium. Um, from the time I think we learned of the assignment, which was maybe um, a couple months ago, uh, to literally the night before, there was not a wasted opportunity. And it's like, if, no matter the size of the task, it can be from children's church to uh, a speaking engagement at a visiting church. No matter, it never fails. And I know, Stephanie, this podcast has probably <laughs> confirmed that yes, yes, theory yes, yes. for you as well. And this week is no different. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Stephanie posed a challenge, and I tell your friends, the journey to the chair in studio tonight has been a long one. <laughs> I thought Kay is definitely going to uh, get on my case about this one, but I just had to. Um, so tonight, guys, we are going to be talking about patience. And so we always hear, you know, uh, this person lacks patience or uh, the person may self-confirm and say, I don't have any patience or they were just testing my patience or trying my patience. And you hear that all the time. And uh, I'll tell you a little bit about how I got there. I got to this. Um, speaking of the um, Black and Multicultural Conference, there was a pastor there, and I'm going to make sure because I give credit where credit is due. Amen. He did such a great job. I didn't get to sit in his uh, in his breakout session, but one of our teammates did. Mm -hmm. um, and he did a breakout session on prayer. Wonderful. And I was lucky enough to get my hands on the packet. And so I've been just kind of going through this packet and, and um, just unpacking all of the goodness that he put in this. And much like you and Clarissa, he did an, I can tell he did an excellent job because the preparation is yeah. there. Um, and you guys, kudos to you. I don't want to, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say that you guys did an excellent job. I did get to sit in on your session and it was awesome. Uh, but this pastor, his name is Dr. Bobby Ray Patton. He's in Tampa, Florida. Um, he put together a packet on prayer. And in this packet, he talked about, he gave so much information, but he kind of broke out some of the, the commands that's in the New Testament. And so he listed that there was 1,050 New Testament commands. Um, 
and that Christians are to obey. Um, and he classified them under certain headings, like there are seven abstains or abstain from. Okay. There are three ask. There are seven t- things, uh, 74 B's. Wow. So things that we should be, be exceedingly glad, be reconciled, be encouraged, right? Yeah. Um, so the one that stuck out to me uh, was be patient toward all people. Mm. And that we're going to talk about in First Thessalonians, and I think that is 5.14. I just closed the cover on my book, on my phone here. Um, and just, <clears throat> I was always taught that a command is also an empowerment. So if the Bible says be patient, mm-hmm. there is also an anointing or empowering that we can do that through Christ's example. So whenever I see the word command, and if I'm ever tempted to like balk or be like, shuddering in my boots I the 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 empowerment definition also rises up so friends remember that keep that in your pocket a command is also an empowerment you can do it we can do it (laughs) preach it to myself (laughs) so the challenge if you you guys are wondering um that I gave Kay and myself um since we were going to be talking about patience I said to her um, I gave her the scripture, and it's going to be 1 Thessalonians 14 through, um, actually through 15. It's just 14 and 15 today. Okay. Uh, and uh, we'll read that in just a moment. Um, but I gave her the challenge of count um, on today how many times you felt the urge to lose. Well, I didn't even say felt the urge. I told her, I told her that later. But count on your hand how many times you lost patience with someone or something today. And I gave myself that same homework. So we are going to pray in, and then we're going to share those results with you and share our learnings. Amen? Amen. All righty. Would you do us the honor? I sure will. I was just about to open my mouth because Lord knows. I didn't want to jump the gun, but I need him. Me too. (laughs) Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to come before you, Father God, naked and unashamed. Thank you for seeing us as we are, Father God, which is with all of those gifts, all of those inclinations, all of those tendencies that we have. Father God, you know them because you know that we are but flesh. But Father God, you also know what you put on the inside of us. You know those treasures and those talents that you put in us before the foundation of the world that you created a purpose for us. And Father God, I thank you that as we endeavor to reach toward that purpose, you prune us. You make us fit for the purpose, Father God. You make us fit for the kingdom. Thank you for not allowing us to disqualify ourselves. Thank you for not allowing us to stay stuck in our sin. Thank you, Lord God, for pruning us so that we would be able to be a vessel of honor for your use. Father God, as we learn about patience and all of the things, all the benefits of it and all the wonderful attributes that you demonstrated for us to have, let us just remember, Father God, that you have empowered us to follow your example. You've given us the Holy Spirit down on the inside of us to help us in the hard times and on those challenging days. So we lean into that. We trust you and we praise you for your word. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray this prayer. Amen. 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 So without further ado, we'll jump right into the scripture and then we'll talk about our results for today. And the scripture reads at 1 Thessalonians um, chapter 5, verse, uh, we're going to start at verse 14. It says, um, 
And we urge you, brothers, admonish the idle, encourage the faint-hearted, help the weak, be patient with all of them. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. All right. So we'll get to the be pa- the, the patience part of it because he gave like four commands in there. Yeah. Um, and he starts with uh, admonish the idol. So now Paul is talking to uh, the Gentiles um, in Thessalonica or, yeah, Thessalonica um, in the Church of Thessalonia, um, just really encouraging them. There's work to do in the ministry. They're building churches. Um, and that, it, and I, from a little bit of my reading, I understand it, that, uh, there were some Jews. Now we know Paul really distinguished himself as to really, uh, converting a lot of the Gentiles, but there were some Jews that, uh, Jewish people, I say that word, Jewish people that did, um, follow him, um, and was converted and, uh, they were kind of, kind of at odds with one another. So he was encouraging them to work together, to be more inclusive, to, to, to really work for the ministry. And, uh, he talks about, you know, being at peace among yourselves. And, and he says, so we urge you brothers, uh, to admonish the idols. So the idols need to be warned, just like the prophets, uh, warned in, in, in times past, uh, we have to be the voice box that, that we've got to, to warn those that do not yet know. So that's our first, you know, command. Um, and then it says the, uh, the timid, the short of soul. Uh, it says encourage the faint-hearted. So those are, our, like I said, the short of, uh, short of soul, those timid uh, people that need encouragement. They tend to become discouraged and despondent more easily than most, right? And we know we've got brothers and sisters uh, that they're up today and they're down tomorrow, right? Because they the, something came and knocked the winds out of their right. sail, you know? And so a minute ago, they were so on fire <laughs> and excited, right? And we were like so excited for them. And then five minutes later, they just, that wind has been knocked out. And I know I've been there before yeah. too. Uh, and then uh, the next one is um, help the weak. And as I was uh, reading and studying, it just talked about um, these have yet learned uh, to lean on God as, or as much as they should for their spiritual needs. You know, they still kind of look to the world or look for those. The, you know how we are when we start trying to find an, uh, um, a natural t- solution to a spiritual problem. Oh, yeah. You know, and... Um, and so they've not learned to lean on God. And we, again, we've all been there. But then it gets to, it gets to uh, be patient, right? It says be patient with them all. So as I was reading, Kay, it talked about how, uh, you know, some of these, there's a mixture here. So the idol, those are the ones that have not yet believed. Mm. Uh, but then the, those that are faint-hearted, those that are um, weak in spirit, those are our Christian brothers and sisters. But then when it says be patient, it is it's saying be patient with them all. Yeah. So this is everybody. everybody. So that that particular scripture uh, step, uh, spoke, uh, spoke to me, and it kind of just blatantly sp- uh, stared me in the face. And I'll tell you, I was sharing with Kay earlier, uh, when it says be patient, and I begin to look up a little bit more on it and, and dive deeper, 
And it brought out some real nuggets with patience. And why does God tell us so much about patience? Mm -hmm. Why is that one of, you know, the fruit? What, what about patience? Why is he urging us so much with this word patience, right? And uh, so I said, okay. You know, I had had a week where... It's been a little challenging. I'm back to work from vacation, and it's one thing after another, and you're dealing with uh, clients, and you want to rush them along, or you want to, uh, you know what they're needing, but it takes them maybe a little bit longer, or they're doing it a little bit hard, the hard way, and, you know, you can kind of show them an easier way to do things, and so sometimes we lose patience. And I was uh, helping a client in in, the our drive-through, and I was like, would you just kind of give me that? You know, don't give me one deposit at a time. Give me them all. I'll work through them kind of thing. And so one of my coworkers teased and was like, Stephanie. And so I was like, okay, I'm not displaying patience. So then I gave Kay the challenge. I said, okay, we're going to go through a day, and we're going to count the many times we lost patience with people. How many times, Kay? What were your results? And then I'll share mine. Okay, so I'm going to give a little disclaimer because I feel like in the verse that we just read, Paul is giving like a bunch of wisdom here. You see how he broke down in verse 14 all those groups? I feel like this helps me kind of um, explain my numbers. (laughs) Wait, wait, Kay. Explain your numbers. Okay. However, what did we say? We, we we said there is now no condemnation. You're right. right. We started so, out at the top and we said this is pruning, not all spanking. So, right. Okay, I'm just so. going to give it to you. It was seven, friends. It was seven. <laughs> and using the wisdom of verse 14, though, I can see how my, my uh, trigger is definitely with the faint-hearted and the weak. And I would not have made that distinction had mm-hmm. not uh, you just read this verse to me. I would just say, oh, you know, I was just being my normal, productive, and orderly self. But now that I can see, if you take a moment to take inventory of who you're mm-hmm. talking to, who you're dealing with, mm-hmm. and, you know, really evaluate their strengths and weaknesses, you might be able to cut down some of those I lost my patience tallies <laughs> just by taking inventory. So I think that's super wise what Paul did. Mm-hmm. Well, mine was six, and I'm not undercutting Kay just because she went first. I gave her my results first. <laughs> mine was six, and I told her, I said, uh, what did I say, Kay? I said, listen, I even caught those ones where I was like, oh. And then I was about, you know, and then I had to sigh, you know, where you're just like, would you just, mm." so I counted those two. And I know this might have been a low day because like I didn't have the little kitties to get out to school or to get to daycare and to get myself off to work. I only had myself to get to work. Right. Kay, you, you know. Now, did you go back to teaching this year? No, friends. Okay. I have. I didn't mean to put you on this. I'm happy to share (laughs) 
that I will be taking my talents to New Philadelphia. Awesome. And the discipleship ministry. So she's going to devote more time. Yes. So she's going full time. That's awesome, Kay. Thank you. I thank didn't mean you. to bring that up without talking to you about it, but I can't remember whether you were going to teach another year or not or what was the deal. But to think about, okay, you've got, you know, two kids to get prepared for the day and then get yourself off and we get husbands off and yes. to where they need to go. And, and just for the moment, we had like a surprise illness too. We weren't counting on that with little JoJo. So that was another thing that, you know, when you're patient, it's mm -hmm. not always people. Sometimes it's situations and things like I don't need anyone to be sick right now. I'm getting us ready for the new school year. You say, I don't have time for this. So yeah, just all of the all of the things you can't control. Mm -hmm. People you 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 think are in cooperative. All of these things that you know you might want to classify as a part of your personality or just your natural way of being. I think the root of them could be our lack of patience. And so, Kay. As I continue to read, I'm a reader. I get that from my, my heavenly father gave that to my father who gave it to me. Uh, I read. And so I'm always just going down that rabbit trail. <laughs> but as I was reading, it said, what I found was the opposite of patience is retaliation in some form. Mm. And I was like, ouch. And it went on, as I was reading, uh, to further declare, uh, first of all, as Christians, retaliation is not an option. And here's why, friends. Um, and this is whether it is because we've been, um, you know, just imposed upon, there's an imposition, or whether there was evil intent. It does not matter. Um, but the, it says the offended one never has the right to repay wrong with wrong. And then further down in Thessalonians, the next thing it says in verse 15 is that see that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Amen. So um, when it, when I, as I was reading and it talked about uh, the opposite of patience is retaliation and retaliation is not an option for any Christian. And as I read further, it really equated retaliation to revenge um, and we know that the, the word tells us that vengeance belongs to the Lord it doesn't belong to us so anytime we have that moment where we got to get that get back and we don't see it as that mm. we just see that you know they are just stressing me out they're trying my every patience. They are tap dancing on my last nerve. So then I react. I don't respond. React. I react Good in word. a way, in a harsh way that is, is not nice and it, it's hurtful and it's not um, kind. And, and, and we're going to get a little bit more into that whole kindness and gentleness and goodness because we're going to talk a little bit about the fruit of the spirit. But that retaliation... That, that whether we like to call it that or not, we're retaliating when we lose patience with um, someone. Ooh, I submit for you Exhibit A, passive aggressive. Ooh, mm, that's mm. my least favorite. I just please talk to me and tell me exactly what I did. Do not do that passive aggressive thing with me. Not my not my thing. Alyssa, it's so damaging, both you know, just to relationships, but spiritually also. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about it. You know, what passive aggressiveness is really saying is, you know, I am not brave enough or bold enough right. to come to you and share with you my concern. 
I'd rather just, you know, manipulate mm-hmm. or That's a good word for that or pout it out until, you know, it prevents or produces some kind of reaction in my favor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, first of all, manipulation is like witchcraft in spiritual terms. Mm-hmm. And also when you are open and you openly rebuke someone that opens the door to conversation, right. which is communication, which you can restore, you can rebuild, you can mm-hmm. kind of mend that, that, that whole, you know, the shock of it all. But through passive aggressiveness, nothing is accomplished. Nothing is accomplished. And the scripture tells us that when we have an ought, we leave our gifts at the altar and we go to that person and we talk it out. Um, That's again, these commands, they're in there for a reason. They're important. Um, I love the connect that you made as far as the passive aggressiveness and the, the, the manipulation and really what that is, because let's just call that out. Yeah. And people do it because they don't have the, the um, what's the word, the courage, like you said, to really be truthful. But if you love someone, and really all of this stems, patience stems from love. It's the same love that God the Father had from, uh, for us is that same love that we are to show our brothers and sisters. Good word. Jesus is our prime example of that. The patience he must have with us. Mm. That might be a good thermometer check, y'all. You'll know that you're doing something out of love when you show patience. Mm -hmm. Because if you are looking at your watch and you're saying... I love you because and this and I'm doing this because no maybe maybe, maybe you might be doing it out of obligation mm-hmm. a sense of duty but when you do it out of love I feel like patience kind of it's it's that they go together thing just like grace and mercy hang out together mm-hmm. I feel like love and patience hang out too <laughs> and they're in this and, and, and they show up together yes. in scripture right yeah they often are partnered together with scripture um so I decided, of course, I, I continue to look. Let's, you know, look at how often, you know, patience is mentioned. And I'm not, we're going to read through some scriptures because I just thought it kind of, as I was reading these, it just kept working me to where we really are going to get to um, the fruit of the spirit because that's really how we, how we get there how do we get that patience it's a fruit of the spirit and how do we get that um and we know we have it because we have the holy spirit living on us in the inside if we truly are who we say we are amen so the first scripture um was uh matthew 5 48 this is why it's so good to take notes and to you know if you have something on your phone because sometimes stuff don't show up like it's supposed to <laughs> praise the lord all right so matthew 5 38 um we won't read all the way through 48 but this is what it says um and, and jesus is talking about retaliation you have heard that it was said an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth Uh, But I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who begs from you and and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. And then it talks about loving your enemies in uh, verse 43. 
Um, you have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemies. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven. Um, and I wanted to get to that point because, again, we are grafted in. We are so if we truly are sons of our sons and daughters, then we're going to do what it says here, because this is something that Jesus had to do. Um, you know, he was reviled. They persecuted him and he had to take he didn't have to, but he did. I should say that. He took that for us, and he's our again. He's our prime example. And so, when um, things around us occur, um, whether it is done out of malice or whether it is just done um, out of you know imposition, we still have to have that patience. So that was one of the scriptures that came up. And then the next one, I'm just going to keep going. Yes, Ecclesiastes. Uh, ooh, I skipped. Let's go back to Proverbs. Make sure I get where I need to be here. Hold on. Make sure. And while you're looking at that, I just, I keep thinking about um, what you just read. You, uh, before you read the scripture, you asked the question, where does patience come from? And yes, it comes from the fruit of the spirit. But we also look at patience as a result of testing you know, there are many times when after you've gone through something, you find that you have more patience for either that weak or that faint-hearted person because you yourself have experienced it. So when we put patience in the context of our testimony and uh, using our testimony as a way to, you know, bring about good out of maybe the hurt or the harm that we've experienced, I think patience fits perfectly and beautifully in there. Um, we all have an area, I think, where we are, are soft in heart. For me, it might be children. Um, I also, my heart goes out to young women because mm -hmm. I had such an experience um, going through that transition of, you know, from being young, inexperienced, not knowing my way with the world mm -hmm. to now feeling like, okay, God has given me this new lease, this new confidence. So those, those are my areas where I feel like I tend to have more patience because I empathize with those weak or faint-hearted groups at times, and I want to be a resource to help them through it. So patience can come from the testing um, or trying of mm -hmm. your faith as mm -hmm. well. Um, is drawing on that from the fruit of the spirit. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just share something. I'm going to just expose something about myself because I too feel like, um, well, I know that God has called me to, to, to mentor young women. And um, early on, my process was, or my thought was, I have had so some, some bumps and some yeah. bruises trying to navigate this world. Um, so let me tell you what not to do. Don't do it. <laughs> If I've already stepped in the pothole, don't you step in the pothole. Right. So I, in turn, where you had patience or have patience for the, the young women, early on in my walk, I did not have right. that patience. I've God has developed that over time in me. Uh, but at first, I'm like, I told you not to step in the pothole. It's like I'm you know, wearing the big yellow the, flashing mask. Right. <laughs> you know, and so I, oh, man, yeah, he had to work. He had to prune. He had to prune. Um, so I just find that interesting where you say, I have the patience for that. I'm like, yeah, I didn't have that all the time. 
I had to, God had to work on that thing. That, that I was like, I told you not to step there. Why would you step there? This doesn't make any sense to me. So, yeah, God had to work on me. And, with, and this is why I think for a season we had to tag team. Because yes, we they did. needed both they of those did. examples. They did and still do. And that's okay. And thank yeah. God for you. And Amen. thank God that he sent you to me. Because I was like, hey. There's room for everyone. All hands. Love my babies. Love them. Love them. Love them. But I'm like, please don't step in that pothole. So I'm learning, and I have. And God has done 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 a lot of work on me in that respect. So I'm I'm trying to keep that. I don't want to lose that. Whew. So yeah. Another scripture we'll throw out because we're gonna get somewhere with these scriptures before we run out of time. So First Peter, um, verse three, chapter nine. We are gonna go back to Ecclesiastes, but it says, "Do not repay evil for evil, or reviling for reviling, but on reviling, but on the contrary, bless. For to this you were called, that you may obtain a blessing. For whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. Let him turn away from evil and do good. Let him seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on, on the righteous, and his uh, ears are open to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. And we know if we retaliate, that is certainly not doing good. <laughs> um, and then... My next one, Proverbs 15, this one I like too. Proverbs 15, 18 says, a hot-tempered man stirs up strife, but he who is slow to anger quiets contention. Mm-hmm. So just giving you some nuggets here. Let's see what I got next. I go, okay, here's my Ecclesiastes 7, uh, chapter 7, verse 8. Better is the end of a thing that it's, than its beginning. So better is the end of a thing than its beginning. And the patient in spirit is better than the proud in spirit. So that tells me that another um, opposing or opposite of uh, patience is pride. Ooh, yeah. So that was like, ouch. You know, if we're not being patient, and there's a that's a prideful thing, and I think you talked about it a little bit earlier where you said, um, in because when you were talking about the different levels mm-hmm. of is it the weak or the faint-hearted or who who was it right, right that you lost patience with the most or, um, you said something to the effect of um, a lot of times we do that because we feel like we are a little bit yeah higher or we we've gotten a little bit further right. Um, and so we tend to, you know, lose our patience a little bit, which I just exhibited in my example. I've already been through these potholes, so why are you stepping in them and I lose my patience? So there's that pride there um, that we esteem ourselves a little bit higher than the other person or, or, or persons, and there's that, you know, God resists the proud. So that, stuck, that particular scripture uh, really stuck out to me because... Hey, I just confessed that I <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, so. it's but you know, in all of our getting, we get understanding. Yes, we do. And I think that that is so key because we all have these wonderful intentions. Just like you were speaking, your intention as you warn other young women mm-hmm. is not to say, "Oh, no, you know, I'm perfect. I've done that." Whatever. No, your intention is that I want you to avoid it, but right. the method that you use right. might not be received as this is Stephanie's loving kindness. The young women who might not know you as well Mm -hmm. might say, well, this is Stephanie being mean and hard on me. But we want all of our 
good not to be evil spoken of. As believers, we want our good to be seen for what it is Mm -hmm. as the the outpouring of our time with Jesus, Mm -hmm. as our offering, as, you know, this is our reasonable service. And I think the way we do that is by modeling Mm -hmm. patience because patience will make sure that, you know, our delivery can kind of match <laughs> what it is that we're right. intending and it won't get, you know, lost, lost. in translation. Yes. And Boom. what good is it if it does? What good if it uh, is it if all I meant was good, which it was, like my sole desire was for that person just to avoid it because I knew what was at the end of it, right? Right. But my getting there and how I, I, I tried to get them to see that it was just not going to end well. Um. If they didn't receive it as good, then it wasn't right. good. And, you know, that, that's a mouthful, sis. Because yeah. it's like, because a lot of people would be happy to say, well, I was only trying to help you. <laughs> <laughs> and walk right on out the door. <laughs> but as as these people, the crazy people that we are who chase after Jesus, we're desperate for him. We want him mm-hmm. with everything we have. Mm-hmm. We're willing to say, hey, okay. If that didn't go over well, I'm willing to come back and, and rework some things right. and let's try it again. Because and it's important that it's so we want important. you to get it, right? The, yeah. Our desire is really just that you, that, that those young women or whomever we are trying to, 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 to give that to, that they get it, receive it in love, and avoid those things that we're maybe trying to get Correct. them to. It, you know, the, the, the intent is there is just the delivery ain't so So. you see both the offended and the offendees both coming back to the table saying okay let's make sure we did this right Right. and when you have that i feel like you have love exemplified Mm -hmm. well speaking of love okay let's go to our next scripture are you ready i'm ready (laughs) here's the whopper all right uh, this is 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Y'all know where I'm going. Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It's not, it is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. So here is that mouthful. And I'm so glad we brought up, I don't know, um, the, the, the whole, uh, as we mentor young women, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I think this is this is really um, a good scripture for this. It's love is patient. If we are doing what we're doing out of love, love is patient and it's kind. How we say stuff to one another, we have to exhibit kindness. Um, love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant. It's not. I hey, listen. Like you said, I was on trying to help you out. I, <laughs> listen, I done been through it. I done got my lumps. I'm good. Uh, I was trying to help you not do it, right? It is not arrogant. It doesn't insist on its own way. I love this because it's like, no, I'm telling you not to go. You know, insisting on my own way. Uh, It is not irritable or resentful. Now I'm just irritated with you because you did exactly what I told you not to do. And then you coming back to me and wondering why it all blew up. And now I got to sit here and listen to this. Literally, this is where God had to take me from. (laughs) But patience, I have you sipping your Dunkin' Donuts like, ooh, baby. Right. For real. And he it's was like, surprised it's okay. when that happened. And, and literally, even and, after I told you. But even, but still, even being like, you know what? It's okay. Yep. It's okay. You know, we do have to. Sometimes we do have to go through it on our own to really kind of understand. And they always would say, Stephanie, you told me. And Stephanie, you told me. But having that, instead of like, girl, I told you not to do that. No. Having, you know, it's okay. That's all right. Get on up. Dust yourself off. You know. 
be able now now the key is seeing it sooner you know because god is going to present that test again seeing it sooner and then say nope i recognize that one i recognize that trick of the enemy i'm not doing that right Amen. uh so i love this scripture because the all of these things we do you know or heaven help and i never want to be this person but it does not rejoice at wrongdoing but rejoices with truth Come so on. not you know kicking that person while they're down not you know right. i'm gonna go tell everybody what you did and how silly this was and blah 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 blah, blah. i never want to be that person so this scripture just really lays it out and again here we go with love and patience being together yes. right they hang out. They hang and out. And this is where the church, I feel like we trump the world. You know, a lot of people want to hold them up side by side and say how, you know, tempting the world is and how the church is falling so short. But I think this is one area where, listen, you go out and you make certain mistakes in the world and they're definitely triumphing at your, <laughs> your bad, you right. know? And this is the area where the church is... I mean, we take our cue from Jesus. He was with the disciples how long? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was willing to endure re repetition, uh, restoration. Come on, Peter. Come, come. You still my boy. Right. I, I, I still, I still got love for you. You denied me. I told you you would, but I still got love for you. you there's still a work for you. Mm -hmm. There's still much that you can do. In fact, you are the rock of what I have planned next. Mm -hmm. Right. And so. This this is the kind of of relationship you can expect from within the body, a healthy body. But out in the world, you 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 expect for there to be patience, boo. Hmm. You expect for there to be uh, someone that will not <laughs> return evil for evil. Evil for evil. Got to get their get back. No, no. Retaliation very much exists in the world. Oh yes, it does. <laughs> I love that little. Um, it's it's. It's funny, but it's not because we know this is what not to do. But um, the character Medea, when she is talking to Dr. Phil and she's like, if they get me, I got to get them. That's how it is. You know, that kind of thing. No, we don't need to get them. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> um, so, but when we lack patience that's exactly what we're doing we may not call it that but that's what we're doing uh now here's another command this is what colossians uh 3:12 says therefore as god's chosen people holy and dearly loved clothe yourselves with compassion kindness humility gentleness and patience mm -hmm. hmm what do those sound like fruit fruit and then Romans 5.15, I'm going somewhere, y'all. I'm going somewhere. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had. Again, he is our prime example. Ephesians 4.12, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. And then um, we just... He, so he is he is our example of how to be, you know, because when he was reviled, he did not revile and, you know, turn revile, uh, return um, in kind, you know, and God counted that as gracious. Um, and then the last scripture, I, it may be the last, no, it's not the last, but it's second to last. Colossians 1.11, we are strengthened by him to great endurance and patience. And by him, we mean by Jesus. Great endurance and patience. 
Now, all of this led because I know you you guys have heard we've been mentioning a lot of the fruit of the spirit. So on my journey, as I was, um, you know, just studying through this, really a lot of it led me back to the scripture in um, John 15, which uh, talks about Jesus being the vine. And let's just go there. I'm not even going to say what it talks about. I'm going to tell you exactly what it says. John 15. Turn with me in your Bibles to John 15. And we're going to start at chapter 1. It says, I am the true vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Now, let me just stop there for a second. The true vine. So Jesus uh, is saying, I am the true vine. He is what God intended for Israel. He is what God intended for us to be. Jesus fulfilled that. Um, and it says, every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. So what do we, you know, what is even the... the um, the, the person that, you know, has that, that, that horticultural specialist or whatever, that person that grows a lot of plants, what do they do? They prune, right? He takes, they're going to take the, the, the dead branches off. You're not going to just leave them on there, right? So it says that every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does not bear fruit, he prunes. Or that does bear fruit, he prunes. So a lot of the the... The farmers, if, if a fruit, excuse me, if a tree is bearing fruit, in order for it to produce even more fruit, they have to prune it. So that's that, you know, snipping away some of those things that don't look like uh, Christ, right? And uh, God is going to finish his good work in us, right? So it's that pruning and that we all are going through. So that today for Kay and I, as we took a look at ourselves and we looked at and kept record of how many times we lost patience. And I must say, I'm, I'm sure my number may have been higher. These were the ones that I, I know for a fact, you know what I mean? I probably, even though I thought I graded myself pretty hard, I think there was more. So I'll just say that. Um, but he's pruning us. He's pruning us, and he said, it says that uh, it may bear more fruit. So it goes in progression, right? It says they don't bear fruit. That bears fruit. It bears more fruit. So do you see as, as we're going along? And it says, um, already you are clean because of the world that I have spoken to you. Excuse me, the word that I have spoken to. Abide in me. And I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. It goes on a little bit further, but let me just stop there because now we've gone from no fruit to bear fruit to more fruit to much fruit. Now, the fruit, the same fruit of the spirit, how do we get that? How do we manifest that? Because we have the spirit living in us on the inside. However, the, in order to bring those fruit forth, to, to produce those fruit, we and to produce, which will in turn produce more disciples, will draw more people to God, um, to Jesus, is for us to abide in him. And I just, it just took me back to this particular scripture um, a little over a year ago when we first started our uh, podcast. This was one that God really just kind of spoke to us about and we shared with you guys. Um, 
so it, uh, I love that here we are a little bit over a year later, here we return back to abiding, which we talked about abide, the remaining, the, the, the obedience, the believing, the loving obedience, uh, but remaining in God. And when we remain in God, when we seek him with our whole hearts, we just talked about that scripture in PBS, when we uh, seek him first, when we desire him, when we um, seek his face, when we desire to just dwell in his word and, 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 and live by the commands that he's given us and, and strive to allow him to work on us, to, to do that transformation of making us to look more like his son. When we dwell with him, when we abide in him, we bear much fruit. That fruit of the spirit, that, that that fruit of the spirit, that patience, that gentleness, that kindness, that you know, and then we're able to have that love for our fellow man, our brothers and sisters. Um, we're able to have that gentleness. We're able to do good. To have that faithfulness, we're able to do those things because of the power that worketh in in us according to that power that worketh in us, that Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit. And then it says that we can bear much fruit. So this little journey for me, and I'm going to continue to tally my results. And, and I, I um, encourage everyone to just take, take an account because um, that's the only way that we can do better is when we acknowledge it, when we see it for what it really is. Um, and see us, see ourselves the way God sees us. Now, you, of course, we know God loves us. He loves us in spite of us. But there are some things that he'd like for us to do uh, better, to do more like his son. And I, I, I was excited about this. So I'm not going to end my journey here. I'm going to just continue on because, yeah, I don't want to. I never. I don't want to say this. Oh, they tried my patience. Oh, I lost my patience. Oh, they got on my last nerve. Uh, a lot, you know, I don't want to say those things anymore or be that self-declaring person that says, I don't have patience for that. Or I lack patience because a lot of people, we always say, you know, I don't have any patience. <laughs> I don't want to be that anymore. So I'm declaring right now that I'm going to stop speaking that negativity and I'm going to work to do better. Amen. Amen. I might not keep counting, but I will keep assessing, realizing what my trigger is. I will assess before I lose my patience and say, is this person in need of encouragement because they're faint of heart? Mm -hmm. Are they in Very need good. of some admonishing because they're idle and not yet come to the word of belief? And then I will proceed. Amen. Amen. Great sum up, Kay. You always <laughs> do so well with that. Well... We are, as you know, the more we try to cut these podcasts down, the more we just kind of hang out together, Kay. So here it is again. I hope you guys enjoyed this um, and would listen to the end or whatnot. And then hopefully uh, God will um, just lay it on your heart just to really um, take that examination of, our, of yourselves and uh, declare that we will have patience. Declare that we will not retaliate in our actions, uh, in our reactions. Um, and declare that we will just, as Kay said, we're going to love on the idle. We're going to love on the um, faint-hearted, the weak. We're just going to give them uh, the patience that uh, they deserve and the, and the strengthening, strengthening and encouragement that they, they need and deserve. Mm -hmm. Out of love. 
Alrighty. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this time. We thank you for this learning. We thank you, Lord, that you never, ever, 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 ever give us something to just give to give to your people without first feeding us. And so for that, Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we stand before you and we are so grateful that you said that there is now no condemnation. So we aren't to be condemned, Father God. Um, we are so glad that your Holy Spirit convicts us, convicts us and helps us to get back on the right track. So for that, Lord, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we are praying even now. We are just asking that you will forgive us uh, for those times today that we did uh, lose our patience, that we did retaliate in some form. Um, Lord, we are just praying and asking for your forgiveness, and we're asking that you would help us not only to confess that to you, but, Father, to repent. Lord, we have, your word tells us to confess our faults uh, before one another, and we did that today, and we are uh, just asking for your grace and your mercy in helping us to get better, Father God. So, Lord, we say thank you. We say thank you for just who you are, Father God. Lord, and we just pray and ask even now, um, Father, we're praying over our community. We're praying over our nation, uh, over the world, Father, with this sickness. Yes. Um, we're praying, Father God, that you would heal our land. But, Lord, we know that we need to, to, to hear. We need to turn. We need to pray. Father God, help us. Help us to seek your face, Father God, to turn from our wicked ways, Father God, to pray. Lord, help us, Father, so that we can, that you would heal our land, Father God. So, Lord, we say thank you. And, Lord, we just pray and ask that you would just be with us until we meet again. In Jesus' name we pray and ask it all. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Hey, ladies, if you enjoyed today's convo with Kay and Stephanie, we encourage you to connect with the other awesome women of New Philadelphia Ministries. The third Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m., the Women's Ministry connects virtually for fellowship and Bible study. And for my ladies between 18 and 30, we have a bonus group just for you. If you're looking for a group of women to do life with, to freely discuss the challenges and rewards that come with keeping the faith and navigating your Christian walk, please join us the second Tuesday of every month at 7 p.m. We thank you again for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with a friend. For more information about New Philadelphia Ministries, please connect with us on your favorite podcast platform, Facebook, YouTube, and visit us at newpministries.org.